So I got three hours of sleep last night because I was um, binge watching season two of Good Girls on Netflix. And I have some crazy lady energy today. Ah, let's get started. Also, Happy New Year! 2020, 2020, 2020, what? Welcome back to Hello Joy. Hello guys, it's your host Eliana Rowe and it's the first episode of the new year. That's so exciting. It's so great to have you guys back. I hope you're feeling refreshed, that you had a wonderful holiday season, whatever holidays you were celebrating or not celebrating, spending time with your family, your chosen family, your friends, anything, everything. Um, yeah. My one of my New Year's resolutions is to be more consistent with this podcast because I love you guys and I love this and I I want to be committed to y'all, okay? And that being said, we're gonna be introducing a new segment called Joy Content. And this section is going to be the section where I give you all of my sappy recommendations on like maybe people to follow on social media who are really positive, who help with like reframing your mindset um, or some movies or just some maybe books that I've been reading. I know I talk a lot about Brene Brown, Morgan Harper Nichols, but I'll explicitly name their names um, in this section and the specific works that I've been reading by them or others. And you can check them out if you want to. Yeah, so does not. Let's get into our daily affirmations. This week on our daily affirmations, it's interesting. I realized this after the first episode that it says daily affirmations, even though this is weekly, but the daily means that you return to this every day of the week. That's why we said on Monday. So that you continue to come back to it during the week and keep it in your mind throughout the week. It's kind of like setting an intention, you know? So this week's daily affirmation is pulled from a movie I watched with my mom on Friday night that really shook both of us. We had a conversation until like 5 a.m. because it was that powerful. Um, but it's called Life Itself. It's on Amazon Prime. Totally a part of the joy content. Ha! Ah. Um, anyway, this quote is at the end of the movie. I won't spoil who says what. I'm just going to share the quote with you, but it really impacted me. It says, life brings you to your knees. It brings you lower than you think you can go. But if you stand back up and move forward, if you go just a little further, you will always find love. Life brings you to your knees. It brings you lower than you think you can go. But if you stand back up and move forward, if you go just a little further, you will always find love. Ah, that quote. Uh, when I first watched the movie, I was like crying at the end of it because it's, it's like a 
like carries through three families and three generations of 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 stories and and living life and honestly working through the traumas of life um and it is just so relatable and universal um because life is hard pal so hard and i felt like this quote is really just like the anthem of how to cope with life's difficulties is to continue to get back up and to move forward and to know that when you do love is before you growth is before you um goodness and blessings is before you it's not all doom you know um and i know the language seems simple but i think that's the point is that the steps maybe that we need to take really when we state it in its simplest form it really just is easy the way that it like what it's asking us to do but then you take into account all of the circumstances that you're going through all of the external like things that are affecting you and that's what makes it difficult but if we can not get blocked by the obstacle and not play the obstacle then then we can move forward you know i don't know I feel like right now it sounds like I'm trying to be deep when it's really simple. So I don't want to over explain it. I just thought that that quote was simply, simply true and struck me, man. Um, yeah. So that's the daily affirmation. As you know, you can always go back, listen to it again. I say it twice because sometimes you've got to say it again to really get the morsels and the nuggets that's going on in the thing and the piece. Um, repetition is a really important theme for me in life to make sure that I know what I know. Um, like I know it first in the way that I'm saying it and it's like a body experience, but then I know it in my heart and in my mind and it makes a connection, you know, um, that, yeah. Let's get into that one, two, three, joy. All right. Um, this week on one, two, three, joy, we've got a few things. Okay, so I'm starting with my triumphant win, uh, which is I finished the third draft of my play. I said it was almost done the last time. And then after I finished my podcast, I worked on it for the rest of the afternoon before my niece came home from daycare. Because when she comes home, then things get, then, then the place gets just a bit more lively and it's a little bit harder to do work. So yeah, um, and that felt good. And yeah, I started looking at like grant funding and looking at festival that I'd really like to do. So yeah, I'm doing the work and stuff and it's difficult, but it's happening and I'm terrified, but it's happening. So that's good. And um, it's it's nice to not feel paralyzed, even though this is totally new territory. Um, and also I... Uh, I was going back and forth about mentioning this and really, I don't know if it's a triumphant win. I think it's just an intention I'm trying to set for 2020. Uh, and I might do a podcast episode on it when I come to the end of the thing that I'm doing, which is a fast. I'm currently fasting um, with my family. Uh, me and my sister are really 
doing it together. And it's called the Daniel Fast. So it's a 21-day fast where you only eat meats. Nope, that's exactly what you don't eat. You only eat um, fruits and vegetable vegetables and legumes and like beans and nuts. Uh, no sugar, no processed foods, no meat, no dairy, no... No yeast, so you can't have leavened bread. Um, so, yeah. Um, and only, only for the most part, only water as a drink. I've been drinking tea too, but like ones that come solely from the plant, just like chamomile or stuff like that, anything that has additives. But uh, that's neither here nor there. The whole reason for the fast and the reason why we do it in my family is to um, reconnect with God at the beginning of the year for fresh vision and for like his will to happen in your life for that year. And there's just a lot of things happening in 2020 that are really scary and new. Um, And also I just, I don't know. I know I can't do this on my own. Um, and sometimes I can be really stiff neck, hard neck, stubborn. I was being stubborn with my mom just a minute ago. Um, cause sometimes it's like when I want my way, I'm like, no, it has to be done this way. This is the way. <sighs> but God is working on that with me, um, and helping me to find flow and also helping me to concentrate on him. And it's not easy cause we, I feel like I've been, distant for some time but that's not the point of this podcast so this because this podcast title is called how to archive life but um i just it's it's been something that i've been doing and trying to be consistent with and mindful with and not just thinking about it as something to check off on my list but to really take time to be present with um with god uh with myself and where I'm forcing things or trying to like force my way where it where it should be that and I should be flowing um with what God is like putting in my life and showing me uh and also helping me to get rid of distractions whether that be like people or or like things that I'm watching or how I occupy my time yeah, so, hmm, I guess triumphant win is starting, and I am really looking forward to see what comes next of it, but that's all I'm going to say, because I think, I think the majority of this process has to be something that I do as an inner work, and so I don't want to share too much about it when it's an inner work first, um, <laughs> I want to be careful about that. Uh, but yeah, so triumphant wins. Joy bud. I spent some really good quality time with my family. And I've been, this. I think this is the best I've ever felt at home since I've come back from college. Or since I started college, I should say. So that's good. That feels really nice. Um, I feel like I'm starting to come back into my skin in my um, interpersonal relationships at home. Which is really nice. Yeah, uh, that being said, I watched life itself with my mom and it was so good and we had such a good time watching it i've seen so much of my sisters which i love i love my sisters so much um great that's my joy bud 
I'm like looking forward to more quality time for the rest of this week. Graceful fail. I was supposed to start memorizing on the 1st of January and I haven't really. Um, so I want to get more focused on that because I want to be prepared for my process. And I just, yeah, I want to come ready. So yeah, that's all the stuff. Um, woo woo, a one, two, three, joy. 2020, y'all. I feel like there's a lot of pressure on it to be this great thing. And I think it is going to be a great year. But I think not in the way where it's like you... Like everything is everything is perfect and aligned and like everything is starting to come like so clearly into focus and walking into your like divine like purpose every single day, always on point. And nothing works like that. So I'm also trying not to put too much pressure on 2020 because it's just another year of growth. It's just another year of healing. It's just another year of trusting and learning. And so that's going to be the approach. That's the intention. I'd love to hear some of y'all's New Year's resolutions, what you're planning to do, what you seek to do in 2020. But also, if that's an inner work, that's an inner work. And you better claim your inner work, okay? And now, we are entering the main segment of the podcast. I should have maybe said the title earlier, but... Today's title is How to Archive a Life. So let's get into it. Okay, so the first question might be, what do you mean, Eliana? What does it mean to archive your life and legacy? And also maybe some of you are like, Eliana, we live in the 21st century. Of course, we're already archiving because we have Instagram and Facebook and we're always on our phones. We're always recording every moment that we witness. Um, But I think that archiving is a little bit more mindful than uh, just posting your things through social media. Although that is a form of archiving and I don't shame that form of archiving. I think it's wonderful and important and I also engage in that. Um, But to me, archiving your life and legacy means bearing witness to your own story. Um, Because if you don't, you can't guarantee that another person will. And there are so many things that you will learn in life, pick up in life, all that you are, which is totally and uniquely you, is something new to add to the world. So if there are things that are birthing within you that don't get archived in some way and you don't archive it, or you don't have like collaborators who are archiving for you or with you, um, then I think it can be hard to uh, be mindful with your legacy. And it's just a way to engage with your legacy so y'all let's get more into what that means so to me again archiving your own life and journey is a way to bear witness to your history and a way of taking responsibility for your legacy 
there's this idea that a lot of us have a desire to be remembered right for a life that we've led and oftentimes we wait for some external person in power to tell us that we've made it we've finally done something that is worthy of being like put in a hall of fame or remembered or in a biopic or put in your own autobiographical book um but I believe that we're all already ready and all already worthy. And so why don't we just do it ourselves, you know? And we have so many tools at our disposal to help us with that, right? Um, so you guys know I'm, I'm, a, I'm a poet and I'm a creative. So I always have at least three notebooks on me at all times is that a little excessive you betcha one is really small so that I can carry it in my back pocket and I can always write something down immediately if I'm like at coffee getting coffee with a friend or I'm just walking down the street and I see something on like a bus or like a quote or something that really hits me and inspires me I can write it down and I know you can also write it on your phone but I'm very old school I'm like a fake gen z gen X. what am I I think I'm a gen z no maybe Gen Y. I don't know. 1998, whatever, whatever generation that is. Um, and everybody's really into their phones. We're all into our phones, right? But I know for me that memorizing and really knowing something and committing something to my heart is a pen to paper type of thing. So like even right now with the way that I'm doing this podcast, I have like a whole plan listed out in front of me to like be my guide points. And I had knew I had to write it. I couldn't have it on like a computer or anything. It just doesn't work for me. Um, but even carrying that around, that's a form of archiving. But we'll get more into that in a second. I also think that self-archiving takes out the middleman. It makes you the historian of your own life so that you can remember how far you've come, what lessons you've learned, and so on and so forth. So... Let's begin with what archiving is not. Archiving is not just, it doesn't just take place in certain forms. Usually when people think of like archiving, like I mentioned before, a biopic or being put in the Hall of Fame or um, a documentary or something of that nature. Um, or maybe even people think that it's just journaling or done through writing. It's only for the creative and it's not that. It's also not just how many posts you can post on your social media accounts. It doesn't have to be shared with others if you don't want it to be. It's not narcissistic or stupid or vain. I think it's necessary. It's not only in docu documentaries and it doesn't have to be memorializing this big historic event in order for it to be worthy of archiving. It is, to me, necessary a way of reflecting on your journey and can be done in so many ways throughout time. People have archived themselves through manifestos, writing in notebooks, recording conversations that they have with people that they love. Of course, getting their consent first, guys. Um, it, it can be communal and involve many collaborators and people from your tribe, your creative family, your friends and otherwise. And it's a way of holding space for it's a way of holding space and memory for yourself which is really 
great. It's like a, it's another way of being mindful. And some examples of like people who I really love who do this so well. I talk about her all the time because she's my queen. Um, but Tierra Wack, she's an incredible surrealist rapper. And the way her creative process works. Wow, my hip just cracked in a really beautiful way. Um, but the way that she archives herself is crazy. She will go into the studio when she's creating a rhyme, right? And she'll just start mumbling to the beat. And then she'll add the lyrics in later. And of course, for every creative, the way that things come to you might happen in different ways. I remember talking to a playwright who said that when she's on the subway, um, the different characters talk to her at her head, just talk to her, and she just writes down what they say. And that's the way that she writes a play. Um, That was Corey Thomas. She wrote When January Feels Like Summer. Um, And... There's also with Tierra, she has literally an archivist on her team. So whenever she's spewing out ideas about things that she wants to see in a video, in a concept, visually, whatever it is, um, she has a person who's taking notes down for her and walks with her through her life as she's like coming up with this creative vision so that they can come to fruition. Uh, She has this one song called Unemployed and... She wanted this huge concept of a couch potato. And so she was like, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, you go, you go draw the couch potato and we'll see what happens. And so then she has all of these people working alongside her that she collaborates with, with who have strengths in these areas. And then they will create the graphics for her. They'll do all these different things for her. And I'm, maybe that's how it works with all artists. I don't know. But she literally has someone specifically assigned to archive her. Like that's that person's job. And I was watching an interview and I was like, wow, that's insane. And the best way. Well, that's beautiful is what I mean to say. And I don't know. I've I've been in this, um, this last semester, I was in this class called The Ungifted in Black. Um, And my professor, Stacy, was talking to us about that. And I remember at the start of one class, she talked to us about the importance of archiving yourself. Um... And that never left me because, I don't know, I think especially, maybe even more so because we live in a world where we have so much access to things, is that it's like, well, people don't want to hear my story. I feel like that's so vain. But I don't think that it is. And I also don't think that archiving means sharing all the time. Because not everybody needs to know the elements of your journey immediately. Sometimes you just got to process that stuff. You got to sit on it for a while. It's got to be a script that ages in your in your library and in in your office or something um and it can be for you but i think it's really wonderful when you can experience the little moments that are happening in your life fully and be present with them and then after you've experienced it write it down write your reflection about it talk to your recorder about it or something um so that you can return to it. Um, yeah, it's a matter of returning to the memory. So that's why I love archiving. I think it's really important and I think it's really fun. And I've been trying to find new ways in 2020 to archive my journey. I think that this podcast is a way of archiving for me. Um, and in the show that I'm about to do, I'm trying to find a way to archive that process as well. 
So my challenge to you this week is for you to find a way to archive one moment of your journey this week. That might be taking a picture of something that really inspires you. It might be, um, I don't know, recording a moment or conversation that you have with someone in a grocery store, whatever it is. It doesn't have to be this linear, concrete, in the lines, in the box type of thing. In whatever way you can think to archive your life. Do it. Ta-da! And I'm not even going to make this a different voice thing. I'm just going to put it in the end of this. But for our new segment, Joy Compound, I'll give you a little blurb. My recommendation, y'all, life itself. Watch it. It is so beautiful. It is so beautiful. It's on Amazon Prime if you have Amazon Prime. Um, yeah, incredible. Watch that. Watch that shit. Okay, y'all. I love you. And thank you for joining me for another episode of Hello Joy. More good action coming at you in the coming weeks. We are doing the consistency thing, okay? Um, yeah. Have a blessed week. I love you. You are important. You are strong. You are chosen. You are worthy, 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 worthy beyond belief just as you are in this moment. You deserve to be here. In fact, the fact that you are here is changing the space and the circumstance around you because there's something in you that the world needs to see, that the world needs to feel, that the world needs to know. And you are loved. Immeasurably so. You are loved.